Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to our Father God. Good morning to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Good morning, precious Holy Spirit. And we say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call today. We welcome you on the second day of the second month of this year. We got all kinds of agreement on on those numbers today. Second month second day, 2023. We got even got a five in there. So we got grace upon all of that agreement. Can you see it? Father, we just thank you. We thank you this morning. We thank you for your, your children coming together in unity to intercede on behalf of others. We thank you, Father, because your word says that this is how we get the commanded blessing in unity. Father, your word says, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down the beard of Aaron that went down to the skirts of his garments. That means that every one can get some of that oil from the head down to the feet. And we thank you, Father. He said it's as the dew of Hermon, as a dew that descends upon the mountains of Zion, for there, for there, Lord, you command the blessing, even life forevermore. And we thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We enter your gates this morning with thanksgiving and in your courts with praise. We praise you, Lord. We honor you. Hallelujah. And, Father, we pray, dear God, that what we offer to you this morning, our hearts, dear God, our bowls, our incense, our prayers lifted up to you, God, may they be accepted in your sight. We know that your eyes and your ears are open to our cry as we, Father, stand in the gap. As we, Father, stand in the gap. We pray, dear Father, that you send forth your angels to war on our behalf. You've given them charge over us to guard us, to keep us in all our ways. And we thank you, Father, Be thou glorified today. Be thou glorified this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, without further ado, please let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. I'm honored to to be your facilitator. The leaders of our house, at New Destiny Church, our Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Kimma Joseph. We bless you today, Sister Kimma. Excuse me. Our prayer call controllers wake up way before we do to get on the lines to prepare the way to ensure 
that the music, the audio, and everything is ready and in check when we come on. And so we want to just say good morning and bless you for your faithfulness to the service of the Lord. Amen. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Randall Gorey. Good morning, Minister Randall. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am blessed. Thank you. I am doing fantastic as well. Amen, brother. Our prayer requests that have been submitted and any praise reports submitted will be offered by Sister Victoria Wimberly. Good morning, Sister Victoria. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene and Minister Corey. Praise God. We got grace over us to arise another day. Amen. Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. God's compassions are new every morning. Amen. And great is his faithfulness to us. Okay, Minister Randall, we're ready for you for the devotion. Take it over, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, Sister Charlene, good morning, Victoria. Good morning, Kima. Thank you both so much for being faithful to the ministry. Oh, boy. Good morning, everyone. I want to just first of all just thank God for another opportunity to be alive in the land of the living. I want to honor uh, this morning my bishop and pastor, Pastor Adrian Smith, Bishop, bishop Smith this morning. would like to uh, just thank them for this opportunity to grow in ministry at this level by trusting me with this opportunity for devotions. I want to give uh, acknowledgement to all of the clergy that have joined us this morning. May the work of your hands continue to be blessed for all that you do for the kingdom of God. I want to thank the universal body of Christ and specifically New Destiny Church for just being on the line and uh, being faithful to what God has called us to do together as a ministry. So let's dive right on in on this February the 2nd, 2023. Flowing in unity commands a blessing. We will uh, unfold this uh, devotion from two very powerful passages of Scripture, Psalms 133, uh, 1-3, and then also Ephesians, the fourth chapter, 8-11. through 11. So in the book of Psalms 133, Uh, Verse 1 says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2, It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running on the edge of his garments. And verse 3, It is like the dew of Harmon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. The Lord commanded the blessing, which is life forevermore. Now, these three verses bring focus on unity and the joy that unity brings. Living together in unity is really the theme of this psalm. Something we should already be doing as Christians is living together in unity. Now, King David is affirming that the unity of the people of Israel was good and pleasant. Although this was good and pleasant, 
there had been discord for years among the tribes. Now, discord being arguments, disagreements, people not getting along with one another. So now they, uh, they're, they're coming together as one people was refreshing because they've gotten past that. They've grown. They've matured. They've gotten past all of the discord over the years. So now we, he finds that to be refreshing. Can we at least agree this morning that there will always be some sunshine after the rain? Because another example of this refreshing is resembled in the occasion when Aaron was anointed to serve as Israel's high priest. There are good things that happen when the refreshing takes place. Because if we're, on a, if we're at odds with one another, we stagnate the blessing that is to come our way. The refreshing dew that fell on Mount Harmon and on the hills around Jerusalem, because Jerusalem is the city in which God placed his everlasting blessing upon it. So there's a refreshing dew that's fallen in that place. We can use a refreshing this morning. Can we not? This same joy applies to us today, and it can thrive today when Christian believers follow Christ's command to love one another in unity. John 17 and 22 speaks on that, that we thrive, we can thrive even today with all that's going on when we love one another in unity. We as Christians ought to love one another and enjoy a common bond in Christ and a common goal of providing a clear witness to the world. Believers are one in Christ. The Apostle Paul says so also in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. But in his letter to the Philippians, Paul appealed, making a serious urgent request, that is, for unity by calling upon two members, and they were women, in this particular passage of Scripture, to set aside some dispute and agree with one another. If you go back and read that chapter, it's interesting because there's always going to be a mediator that's going to try and uh, help uh, folks get past their small disputes for the greater good of the kingdom's work getting done effectively. Now, we heard last week from Bishop Smith that a God-given vision will always require the assembling of a team, as teamwork makes the dream work more effectively and efficiently than doing things alone. That can be found in Exodus, the 18th chapter, the 25th verse. We need to work together. So if we have discord, it doesn't make it possible. We have to be able to put those things aside and do the work of the kingdom, and we cannot do it alone. Amen? As believers, we can have our disagreements on matters, but we should also be able to agree to disagree. Better yet, how about to disagree without being disagreeable? 
we as disciples of Christ should be united in the fundamentals of the faith. In other words, we shouldn't be a church where we all have the same preferences and the same tastes. That would be ridiculous. Actually, it would be boring if I can be truthful. But unified on essential doctrine matters. Coming together on what it is that we're being taught and believing that and then obeying it really does matter. This is without question. Because if we don't have the ability to work together, we can't get anything done the right way, the way God has ordained for us to, because there's no agreement between the two of us or the three of us or a team of us. So that is what we need to work on. So as we go into uh, the second scripture of Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the eighth through the eleventh verse, it reads here in verse eight, therefore he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Verse 9, now this, he ascended, what does it mean, but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? Verse 10, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11, and he, also, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. Verse 12, for equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And then finally, verse 13, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Here in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul gives a rather compelling description, in my opinion, of Christian unity. Every saved believer, regardless of talent or skill, Jewish or Gentile, male or female, is saved by the same faith in the same God. For example, each Christian, therefore, is part of a single universal family of believers in Jesus Christ. Bishop Smith mentioned this on Sunday, that at the same time, God gives different gifts to different people so that they can serve the many roles needed to accomplish his purposes here on earth. Here's where we can truly, here's where, I'm sorry, we can truly benefit from this passage of Scripture. So rather than being concerned about what gifts we might lack, each Christian should rejoice in the unity that we have and focus on serving God to the best of our ability. Instead of being concerned about what we don't have as a gift, we should each rejoice in the fact that because of the unity we have, we focus on serving God to the best of our ability. We should already know this, but Bishop mentioned it again. It's not about us. It's about him. Because Jesus is the giver of all good gifts. All believers have at least one spiritual gift 
You might not know what that gift is, and there's a way to do that, but we all have at least one. But the focus of Paul's teaching in Ephesians 4 is not on how many gifts or even which gifts a person has. Rather, he's making the point that Christians should strive to use the gifts of God, use the gift that God has given us in order to serve others. So in closing, Paul's explanation of the quote-unquote new self includes some basic practical steps. To truly understand saving grace is the Christian's first motivation for living a godly life. Paul is encouraging believers to live in such a way which honors that gift that has been given to us. As saved Christians, we are a part of a single unified family, part of the quote-unquote body of Christ. But at the same time, different believers are given different talents. This is what makes us unique as children of God. So, saints, this morning, don't divide yourselves. Unify yourselves because it's good and pleasant when we do. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus for instructing us on the importance of unity as brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Help us today, Lord, to forget about ourselves and concentrate on you for the ability to be used by you through the gifts you blessed us with to fulfill the will of God in every one of our lives. Father, show us how to not fret over our differences, but to unify our gifts and talents to edify the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Sister Charlene? Amen, amen. Thank you, Minister Randall, for the devotion in unity, in unity, united together as one body is where Father God commands the blessing. Amen. We can do more together than alone. Teamwork makes a dream work more efficiently than doing things alone. I like that. I like that quote. Thank you, sir. We're ready for you, Sister Victoria. Saints, let's stand together in agreement as she prays. Thank you so much, Sister Charlene. Powerful word this morning for the spirit, Minister Corey. Praise God that we are in a new journey and a new season as we continue to build the church, to build the families and to build the understanding of the trust in the word of God. Praise God. This morning we have four prayer requests. Our God is faithful, and our God is always listening and all-knowing. We received one prayer this morning from Brother Paul Walker. He's asking the, the church to pray for his grandmother, Floria Evans, Mama Flo, and his great-aunt Alice, Aunt Alice. They are both very ill and are suffering life-threatening ailments. Let us pray for God to intervene with Mama Flo and Aunt Alice. No one has an expiration date labeled on them. So, Lord Jesus, he is asking the Lord to heal and to touch on these matriarchs of the family. 
Father God, we boldly come upon the throne this morning as we trust your word. You said, Father God, as we reach out unto you, you said, Father God, you are in heaven. We believe and we trust you and we stand upon your word. So this morning, standing in the gap for Brother Paul this morning, we stand upon Isaiah 53 and 3, by his stripes that they are healed. We believe and we receive that because we're not wavering from the word. We stand upon with you, Brother Paul, on Psalms 103, verses 1 to 3, where the Lord says that he heals us of all illnesses and infirmities. We stand upon the word with you this morning also, Brother Paul, on Matthew 9 and 34, sorry, 35, where in, your, in his word, where Father God says that we are healed of all illnesses. Father God, we come standing in the gap this morning, believing and receiving that you are the author and the finisher of all things according to your word. You said that, Father God, that you are the one that has created each and every family member. You said, Father God, for us to trust and believe that what you said in the living word, that nothing Nothing by no means shall come upon them to harm them. Father God, yes, Father God, they have lived a numerous amount of years. However, Father God, that you are a man of victory, that you are a Father God that can change a thing, that you can change it with the quickness. And Father God, that they will see that the power of your hand is victory and that you can do mighty miracles, Father God, because if you did it for one, you can do it for another. We come boldly upon the throne having a blood-bought right to do so according to your word because we are your children and we know that you love your children, Father God, in the kingdom. Father God, let them be blessed. Let them have peace in their spirits. Let them boldly speak unto you, Father God, and have their relationship with you, knowing that when they rely on you, that all things are possible. We give you all the praise and all the glory this morning because your word is true. Your word is the foundation. And by no means, Father God, let them think on anything else. And Brother Paul, we ask you to continue to stand in faith, believing and watching what God is due in the midst of all things. It doesn't matter what it looks like right now, but God can do a turnaround. And we believe and we receive and we stand in the gap in strong faith that he can move his hand and do and make a change, and others will see the power of his hand. We believe and we receive again this morning what your word says, and we give him all the praise and all the glory in advance in expecting of a manifestation of what he can do. And we also have a second prayer request from Brother Paul, speaking and declaring for his nephew healing and his name uh, and for his nephew. And Brother Paul's nephew's name is... Sorry. Brother Paul's name this morning. Jesus, in the name of God. His name is Nathaniel. Powerful name. He needs healing and touching of his body because he has been ill. So we're praying again, once again, that Nathan, Nathaniel shall prevail and get to be so much better that he shall have a new walk and a new talk, discovering what God can do in his body so he, that he can, he can progress academically and also physically in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father God, we come boldly upon the throne this morning, speaking and declaring and standing on the word of Third John 2, where God's will will be that he will heal the body and the mental status for Nathaniel, that he will do the things and let Nathaniel know that there's only one God and there's only one purpose, that God is using Nathaniel with this powerful name to be able to be a victor in the kingdom of God and that he will be able to speak and tell others what he has done in his physical and his academic 
ability. Father God, we know that Nathaniel is your child, that he is also the nephew of Brother Paul, and that if you did it again once, you shall do it again, and that you shall be able to show victory through Nathaniel on the power of your hand and all the things that you can do. We believe and we receive because we stand upon the waters of the faith of the word, believing that it's already done, because your word has said it, that we stand upon it, and we also believe it, Brother Paul. We speak and declare those things out into the air, and that's God to do a miracle and let everyone see what the power of the hand of the Lord can do once again. We know that he's faithful. We know that he's covering his children, and we know that he can make a change when no one else can because we believe and we receive those things that we speak, and we stand upon that powerful word in which is given unto us because it is the living instrument in which we use. We also have a third prayer this morning, and it's coming from Sister Crystal Vines. Crystal v- Sister Crystal Vines is asking us to pray for full-time employment. She is believing and receiving that she's waiting for it any day. She is not getting any interviews, but we rebuke that attitude. We rebuke the thought of that because, Sister Crystal, you are a child of God. We know that when you speak out and declare, the Lord, I need for you to guide me. Stand upon the word according to Psalm 75 and 6. The job doesn't come from man. The, God, the job comes from our Lord. Speak and declare that, Father God, show me where to go left and not right, where to move forward and not backwards, according to the word out of Isaiah 32 and 17. Ask the Lord to show you as you listen to his small voice about what it is that he would have you to do, where it is that he would go with the quickness as you should go with the quickness as God is telling you where to go. And remember that standing upon the word and trusting God in strong faith, that you will have the things in which you're believing and receiving for. We speak and declare that you're already receiving it and that the manifestation of it is coming forth. Allow God to speak into your spirit as you go out today and listen to that small voice because your God will show you the things that you will use according to what the gift it is that you have used and he has blessed you with. So we believe and we receive and we expect to hear, Sister Crystal, the magnificent report of what God has done because he's always doing miracles and he's always listening for his children's cry. So cry out to the Lord next to the Lord to show you what it is that he would have you to do with the gift that he has also already blessed you with, that he would have, He has already manifested in your spirit and he has utilized your hands with a certain gift to be able to do the things in which he's going to orchestrate you to be able to do. So we praise God in advance for the miracle that's about to show up for Sister Crystal, and it's going to be more powerful than even of her expectation. And then our final prayer this morning is coming from Sister Janine Bettler. She's asking us to pray for her. She lost her her dad on October the 24th, and they shall continue. They just had the celebration of his life on November the 12th, and she's still grieving. However, she's asking us to stand in the gap for her, to gird her up with the power of God's wings and staying equipped according to Psalms 91. And, Father God, we know that she has lost her father God, her first father. But, Father God, let Sister Janine stand upon Psalms 34 and 18, that no matter what, not right now her spirit is, is low, but, Father God, you can raise her up and remind her that as long as she stands under the wings of you, Father God, that she shall be raised up and that she shall be able to remember the great things that you have blessed her with in having her father and the great relationship and the love that they built upon each other in their relationship. Father God, let her be able to lean on you because let her remember also that your loving arms are wide open to be able to receive any discussion that she would like to have with you and allow her to remember that she can lean over 
and your arms are encamped all around her. Father God, we have come boldly upon the throne this morning, standing upon James 5, 13 13 to 16, that all of these prayers are a prayer of faith, and they shall remember that you are right there with them, that you shall never leave them, neither will you um, be without them, and you shall never depart from them. And when they cry out unto you, O Lord, that they can come upon you and stand upon any concerns that they have, let them all remember that even though that there is a heaviness in their hearts, that they can stand upon Isaiah 61 and 3, and that they can praise you for all the things that you're doing and helping them to get through these things and believing and receiving that there is victory in all things and trusting you. We give you glory this morning. We give you honor. And we all say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Victoria, for that powerful prayer And according to Matthews 18 and 19, there are more than two of us together standing in agreement as touching here on earth. So we know that what you have prayed to Father God for, what you've asked of him, we know that he has heard our petitions and they have been granted. Amen. Thank you again, sis. We want to quickly swing back to you, Minister Randall. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? No, I would just encourage the saints to just meditate on Psalms 33 and Ephesians 4, the 8th to the 11th verse, because if we can unify ourselves, our gifts will edify the body, and Christ will be glorified in everything that we do. Amen. Amen. So, yes, let's stand on Psalms 133. And what's the other scripture, Minister Randall? Ephesians 4, the 8th to the 11th verse. Okay, Ephesians 4, 8 through 11. You guys have that? Thank you, thank you. Okay, so we just want to say thank you all again for joining the call. Um, Please, please come out to Corporate Prayer this Saturday at the Pittsburgh campus. This is the first, first Corporate Prayer meeting for the second month of the year. You don't want to miss out. Come out and join us in person at the Pittsburgh campus. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect. Then under Ministries, click Prayer, and scroll down to enter your prayer request. We are called to pray. We will pray without ceasing. God has called us to pray, to stand in the gap, to pray ye one for another that ye may be healed. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Randall, Sister Victoria, Sister Kimma, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join in with us next week as we stand together at 5 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday mornings. Saints, let's come together again in unity one more time before we leave this call, but never the presence of God. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word today. I pray, dear Father, that you bless your messenger, bless Minister Randall, bless Sister Victoria. Father, bless every intercessor, every one of your intercessors, Father, that have joined the call today. 
just because, Father, their heart was to stand in the gap for someone else. And we can only decree your word, Father, because that is the only thing that will stand. It will not return back to you void. It will accomplish that which you intended to do and in the thing where you send it. So, Father, we send your word to your children today. Father, and I pray, dear God, that you bless them, that you heal them, Father, that you deliver them. Father, build your church. I declare that the spirit of unity prevails in your church. Build your people up, Father. Build your people in the spirit of unity where you command the blessing by the power of the blood of Jesus I bind every spirit of discord. I bind every spirit of strife, every spirit of conflict, confusion, and division in the name of Jesus. And I loose unity. I loose companionship. I loose love, agape love. Hallelujah. Father, we place a cease and desist order against every spirit of darkness in the name of Jesus, every spirit of discord. I declare a judgment is against you from the courts of heaven in the name of Jesus. And I declare that the people of God, Elohim, the people of El Elyon, are loose from the powers of darkness in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your grace that you so freely give. I decree and declare John 8 and 36, whom the Son has set free is free indeed in the name of Jesus. And we are loose from the powers of hell in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Bless your children as you build us up together. Bless your church, God, as you build us as one unified body. In the name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Sister Kimma, Please open the lines for the saints to continue to gather in prayer. <laughs> 